Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Unstoppable Rise, a resource that helps motivated individuals press on towards the mark of self-actualization using a combination of old school wisdom and new breed tactics to help achieve this end. My name is Sim, I'll be your host, and today I'll be discussing one of the most overlooked things you can do in your life. So in life, I found that many of the simplest things create so many of the most powerful things we can do if we do them, first of all, and if we do them right, second of all. These things end up acting as levers that create powerful shifts. And in the episode on the slight edge, I stress the importance of not overlooking the small things and the simple disciplines because they add up. Now, here's a simple small thing that can create a big shift. Asking. Asking. So many times in life, we're looking for these massive things that we overlook the basic, fundamental stuff. Why is asking so important? I'd say that asking is important simply because of the fact that it opens doors that would have remained closed otherwise. And that's something I want to explore in depth today. Need in life. Many of them are things that are not within your current control, current grasp, current reach. Whether it's something you don't have access to or something you don't even know exists, someone else has possession of that knowledge or ownership of that thing or access to whatever it is. And naturally, you can't take whatever it is from the other person. You can't just steal knowledge. Well, you can if it's like written down in IP form, but if someone has intangible knowledge in their head, it can only be transmitted by someone speaking it to you or writing it down. So you can't take that. You can't take what's intangibly in their head. And if no one transmits it to someone else, it's just lost forever. So you can't get that knowledge. And obviously you can't just go and steal uh, intellectual property or objects from people. That's obviously a bad thing. But... You do have the power to ask for some version of these things. And if you think about it, you're asking for things all the time. When you send an application to enroll in a college or to apply for a job or a volunteer role, that's an implicit form of asking. You're sending the application in hopes that it will be seen by decision makers. You're asking them to look at your application. You're asking them for them to call you in for an interview, and then you're asking for them to be selected. Even though if you're not using the word ask, because you don't have to ask explicitly for things. And that's something I'm going to get to. When you ask someone out on a date, asking, that's asking. That person will either say yes or no. Either way, if you don't ask, you're not going to get that answer. And you're not going to get that rejection which I'll get to also later on. And for ourselves, we're asking ourselves things all the time. Like you may ask other people for advice, ask for their opinion on something. And actually many times when people ask for advice, they're not really looking for advice. They're looking for the person to tell them what they want to hear or what they already know. But that's another topic for another day. But with these little examples, you already get the point. I'm putting across that asking is powerful. But what's the danger of asking? And I mean, 
the real danger of asking is that you can get rejected. You can get rejected, right? Someone can just tell you no. And as we all know, most of us have a fear of rejection. Most of us have a fear of being rejected and shut down and cast aside by other people. Think about kids. Kids kids are the biggest, biggest askers. When you were a kid, you probably said, can I do this? Can I do that? And kids will test the limits of asking. They'll push the envelope like no one else. But eventually, all that asking gets drummed out of kids, gets drummed out of us. We're told to stop doing that, or we're told not to ask stupid questions, or we're told not to do this because of X reason. We're told to save face and not be embarrassed, because when you ask things, you could end up being embarrassed, you could end up being rejected. So what happens? We end up becoming silent. We close down. We sit still, we shut up, we turn inward, we stop asking. But of course, we're trained to ask permission. We're trained to raise our hands before speaking. We're trained to ask our parents before doing things on our own. And we can get conditioned for compliance, for subservience. And obviously, if this becomes a habit, it becomes hard to break. And I'm not saying that raising your hand before you speak or asking your parents for permission to do something or asking for someone's uh, go to do something. You would definitely need to do that. I'm not trying to spark rebellious nature in people, unnecessary rebellion in people. But in the realm of asking, there's two forms, asking for permission and asking for help. The first one we're taught to do because, hey, we need to make sure we're not breaking the rules. We need to make sure we're being nice. We need to make sure we're not stepping on toes. And the second, asking for help, we're told asking other people for help makes you weak. This is why people don't go to therapists. This is why people don't get the advice of a personal trainer if they don't know jack about exercising. This is why people um, don't seek a financial advisor when they have a lot of assets that they need to handle. This is why people don't seek out business coaching if they have a big business and it's not going things aren't going anywhere. This is why people don't ask for help, period. This is why people who are addicted to drugs don't reach out to other people to help them. They say, hey, man, I need help. I can't do this on my own because somewhere along the line, we've been told, that person was told, asking for help makes you look like a fool. And not asking for help from other people is one of the biggest destroyers of time and human potential that there is because, obviously... We're in this, as cheesy as it sounds, we're in this together. We're on this floating ball of rock hurling through space at millions of miles per hour until we're not anymore. So in a sense, we're all connected and we all need each other's help. But for asking for permission, asking for help, the order should be reversed. We should be told that asking for permission makes you weak while asking for help makes you strong because... Again, no man is an island. And not asking for help from other people will put you back many, many years. And I can think back on so many times in my life, which I would have done something sooner or completed something sooner if I only just asked for help. But no, there was, no, I couldn't do that. There was just too much ego in the way, too much pride. I didn't want to seem incompetent. But the thing was, I was incompetent, but I just didn't want to admit it. And... 
the other asking, when you think about asking for permission, asking for permission is what a child does. That's what a kid does. I remember when I got my, I remember before I started driving actually, or before, yeah, before I, yeah, before I started driving pretty much, before I got my first car, I remember I would have to ask my mom to drive me everywhere. And sometimes she'd say yes. Sometimes she'd say no. Many times she'd say no. Because, you know, going to work five days a week, it's not easy. And then the last thing you want to do is take a um, teenager to go somewhere and do something when you can just procrastinate on it. And I'm not saying she was a procrastinator, but, you know, you control the keys, you control the car. And at the end of the day, if you're a teenager, you're bound by what your parents can do and what they can drive. Probably not so much now because there's stuff like Uber and Lyft and taxis and all that stuff. But back when I was growing up, there was none of there was none of that. I mean, if you want to go somewhere, you just have to call a cab. But also, when you're a teenager, you don't even have much money anyway. So, of course, most of the time, you're going to be homebound unless one of your homies comes and picks you up. But that's later in your teenage years. But... I did remember when I got my first car and when I came from college for winter break, my freshman year, I found myself still in that permission seeking mode, even though I had been on my own, quote unquote, on my own in the dorms for at that point, three, four months. And my mindset didn't shift out from permission seeking mode to this man is a grown adult now. He's over 18 mode. But then one day when I was just sitting at home, I remember... I think it was when my mom went to work at that time. I just thought to myself, and I was just thinking, I said, thought just popped out of the blue. I said, why am I still asking for permission? I'm 18 years old. I have my own car. Why am I still asking permission for permission to do stuff? So from that day forward, if I just wanted to go out, I just said, hey, mom, I'm going out. I'll see you in a bit. Simple. That's That's all it took. All it took was a little shift to go from asking for permission to saying, I'm doing this. And then if someone, if you say, I'm doing this, and someone has the chance to interject, but they can't stop you from doing it if you really want to do it. So that's that little shift, that little tweak. Because if you ask for permission, the other person can always say no. And the other person might end up saying no because they have the power in that situation. Now that's different from, hey mom, or hey Brett, can you lend me X amount of money because things are tight this month for Y reason. That's asking for help. And I'm not saying to be a sponge and mooch off your parents and friends, but I am saying that situations do come up. And if you need to ask for help, ask for it. The most your parents or friends can say is no, especially your parents. Um, If they say no, then at least you know that you know where to turn. Um, if they can't help you out, they can't help you out, you know. Because the meaning of asking for help is just to go through your options and just eliminate or verify that people can help you. And when I ask for someone's help, I'm not asking outright for them to do me a favor. I'm more so asking on them if I can rely on them for their assistance during a certain situation. If good, that's awesome. And if not, then let me ask somewhere else so I don't waste my time. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the only reason for asking for help. 
So if I ask and I exhaust all my options, then I'll start figuring out other solutions so I can say, oh, we didn't try. And no one would say, oh, well, why did you ask? It was like, when you do ask and you make the first move, you say, you can't, they can't, they can't say that. They can always just say, well, I can't help you. Or they'll just say no, which means I can't help you. So whenever you ask, they'll never be able to come up with that reason saying, oh, you didn't ask me, blah, blah. So when a consultant or a freelancer says, I can't find any clients, you know, they aren't trying enough. They're not asking enough. When you're an unknown in a field, no one in hell is just going to come knocking at your door. And another example is like when a guy says, I can't get a girlfriend, you know, they're not trying enough. And you ask, how many women did you ask out this week or this month? And that is always a volume problem. It's always a numbers problem. You're not asking enough and you're not asking in the right way. Many times you might just be asking for permission when in reality you should be asking for quote unquote help or you should just be saying what you want to do. And then the implicit thing comes or the explicit thing comes, will you help me after you say what I'm going to do? So you don't ask the question, can you be my client or do you want to go out sometime? Because the answer will always end up being no, I'm good or let me think about it. Your ask should always be an offering. It's pretty much saying, this is what I can bring to the table. This is what you'll get by being my client or going out with me. What do you think? It's pretty much an ask for thoughtful consideration. Because at the end of the day, the question that's lingering at the back of everyone's mind is everyone's favorite radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? Because most people aren't just going to help people out of charity. Yeah, sometimes there's going to be people who go out of their way to help somebody with no expectation of return, like your parents, but you only have two parents. And if you're making a pitch for investor funding, asking a woman out on a date, asking your boss for a raise, or in these cases, now, asking her to work remotely, or anything that would have tangible benefit for the one asking, but not for the person who is being asked, that person will always have in the back of their mind how it benefits them. And to be honest, there may not be any tangible benefit yet. All you might have is potential. You have potential to be the head of a great company. You have potential to be a great partner. You have potential to produce more. That implies an investment. And a good investment always multiplies in value. So I remember when I was younger, I had lots of people I asked for help in some way. And these people helped me out in their own ways. And for years, I couldn't understand why they did it. I just thought it was for charitable reasons or it was because they were being quote-unquote nice. But these people ended up mentoring me or helping me out in some way because they saw potential in me. There was an unfinished product that could be polished up. Whether it was my determination, my work ethic, my seriousness, my desire to make an effort is what made them invest in me, I'll never know. But they found something in me that made them realize that, hey, this guy that I'm putting my time and effort and attention into is not a waste of time. So if you feel like you have nothing really to give, still ask. You might not have anything to give yet. So summed up, what does this look like? First, you got to ask. If you don't ask, you'll never get. Two, ask for help, not permission. Asking for help or access to something puts the ball in the other person's court. Asking for permission puts your power in their court. 
Three, you ask to exhaust all your options so you can make a game plan to help you do or achieve whatever you're setting out to do or achieve. And fourth, give the person or people you're asking immediate or near immediate return or the potential of immediate return or to potential of one day return on their investment of time, money, and energy into you. Always show you have potential. That will take you a long way. And speaking of asking, I'd say now is a good time for me to ask you to consider my newest course coming up, Cornerstone. Cornerstone is a program designed to give you a foundational and thorough understanding of self-development. It's a concentrated distillation of 10 plus years of learning and applying universal self-development principles in addition to consulting with people from various backgrounds. Cornerstone is divided into four parts, psychology, philosophy, productivity, and progression. With a thorough understanding of how all these things shape your life, you can be the artist of it rather than the spectator. Whoever you want to be or whatever you want to do, Cornerstone will help you in your quest to be and do those things. The link to check it out will be in the description of this episode. So those are my thoughts on asking. I hope you enjoyed it. And that's it for this one. And always remember, ask. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening in. I truly appreciate your support and your attention. It means a lot. If you like this content, go ahead and like the content. Go ahead and share the content with at least two other people you think would benefit. doesn't hurt to spread the good stuff around, right? And if you're listening in on iTunes, go ahead and rate the show with a honest rating. This will definitely help the show grow. And I truly appreciate your feedback. So until next time, stay good. Take care of yourself. Take care of other people. And peace. Peace.